0: Because we have arranged them like the way sardines are arranged in a tent. There's no space between them. Across the country, thousands of inmates remained crammed in tiny little spaces in the prisons. Their cases had not been determined, no criminal verdict pronounced, but they were held in the most inhumane of conditions. It's a situation prison officials could do very little about. Seth Kwame Bwatin was on the beat. <laughs> The
1: inmates, together with their officers, agreed to lead me to their places of convenience. The stench is extremely unbearable. Following the revelations,
0: the then Chief Justice, Justice Georgina Theodora Wood, was moved. She reactivated the Justice for All Programme, a policy to try cases right in the prisons. I have decided to speak to you on this, given the centrality of the issue to the hearts of Ghanaians. And my own lamentations following the graphic images presented by the recent media documentary of Mr. Seth Kwame Pwarting of Joy FM. And as a result, some inmates were released on the Justice for all program. Others also went on to pursue higher education. Some of them graduated. Uh, very good. And uh, we're still celebrating 25 years of media excellence. What are people talking about on social media? Well, people are talking about the coronavirus. And Lakeem Jacob says, please and please let our leaders know that if this infection happens to uh, happens to enter Ghana, the outcome is going to be fatal because here in Ghana we pay little or no attention to hygiene practices. Abdullah Berry says... If the virus finds its way in Ghana, I am afraid the authorities cannot handle or control the spread of it. It won't come to Ghana. As the, as we speak, um, the test results have proven negative, and it will stay that way. In Jesus' name, can I hear an amen? And that's it for the Midday News. You enjoy 99.7 FM. Dr. Mance Alterville has living word. I am
1: MFR Powell. you, go be star one two zero star one hash. and level If and every in a year. use Do more now twenty thousand. to move back cafe door, test it. level New year, new phone, new We are good together. We're there for you. Everywhere you go. Oh, I'm want Get ready for a Valentine's Day with a difference. The love experience. A night of love songs, good food, great company with you and that special someone. Ask no questions. Have no doubts. Just come and wine and dine with live band sessions from the music goddess Becca and the ever smooth Kwabna Kwabna. There'll be karaoke sessions, a special love hunt and the knowing me, knowing you segment. It promises to be lit with loads of giveaways and surprises. And the best part is is you get to have a cozy night's stay at the Plash Labadi Beach Hotel and wake up to the sunrise with breakfast on the beach. Just give us a call on 0540 106466 for reservations. The rate is a cool 2,000 Ghana CDs for couple for the full package, including bed and breakfast, and 700 Ghana for the concert night, which includes food and drink.
0: To buy your tickets for the love experience with Becca and Kwabna Kwabna via Momo, just dial star 920 star 50 Harsh. Select the buy ticket option and select option three to purchase it.
1: The love experience, the true meaning of love. is a way of life. Music is a feeling. Music is a language. Music is how I get to express my inner thoughts, the thoughts that I cannot voice out. I put them on a melody. I put them on a beat. So to me, music means expression of my feelings. The fans all over the world are music consumers. In the business aspect of music, the fans are the clients because they are the people you work for. They are the people you make music for. They're people that consume the product. That's the music. The vision I see of what my social impact should be is to be able to inspire every young person out there that no matter how young you are no matter how you look no matter where you come from no matter your background you can still make something out of yourself hi guys my name is kitty i'm here for the music i'm here for the fans and i'm here for the social impact Work. this is my power to be Oh out of mercy Work. let's go three music awards here for the music for more explosive fun on your favorite late afternoon radio show, Drive Time on Joy.
0: Hello everybody.
1: Yo, 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 my name is Lexus Bale. Join me every weekday from 2 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Let's jam to great tunes, have great laughs, and win loads of goodies every Friday. This stand a chance of winning an all-expenses-paid hangout at an exclusive location with four of your friends on our Drive Parties party. Explore G8, will take you around Ghana to see amazing sights. Plus, let's have intriguing travel conversations on our travel series every Thursday. Every Wednesday, the Drive Doctor comes with good health education. Your favorite role models and public figures will share their inspirational stories on Personality Profile every Thursday. And your favorite celebrities will pull through on Behind the Fame every Monday. You know where your dials should be locked every afternoon. Drive Time on Joy with Lexus beer. Change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Winning strategies, nuggets of wisdom, unforgettable stories, all in one inspirational hour. Springboard your virtual university with Albert and Comfort O'Cran and guests.
0: Planning is bringing the future into the present.
1: A job is for the salaries, mundane, survival oriented, and there's no passion. But a career has fulfillment, innovation, drive, a growth path is clear, and you can build step by step all the way to the top. Matriculate at 7 p.m. and graduate at 8 p.m. every Sunday on Joy 99.7 FM and live on Facebook. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and Joy 99.7 FM and proudly sponsored by MTN, Enterprise Group, UMB Bank, and Access Pension Trust with support from the graphic business. we uh-huh. to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mansa Oterbill.
0: <laughs> and now, today's Word. I'm continuing my teaching on excellence on our theme for the year, and my message today is titled, Learning Excellence Through Pressure. Sounds like a good title, don't you think so? Learning excellence through pressure. I have already talked about having both a hunger and an appetite for excellence. And this week we're going to look at how pressure, pressure enables us to be people of excellence. People who break barriers people who do wonderful things for God. And uh, we're going to start from Proverbs chapter 27 and verse number 7. Proverbs chapter 27, verse number 7. <clears throat> and it says, A satisfied soul loathes the honeycomb, but to a hungry soul Every bitter thing is sweet. A satisfied soul loathes or hates the honeycomb, but to a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. The honeycomb is naturally sweet. Uh, it is the uh, the core of honey. And, and, and so it is naturally sweet. Sweeter, actually, more than the honey itself. Bitterness is not sweet. And many of you can think of uh, bitter things you have eaten or tasted in your life. Uh, sometimes it could be uh, a fruit that you thought was going to be sweet... And uh, it wasn't sweet. It could be an unripe fruit, an unripe pineapple, an unripe mango, uh, uh, an unripe lemon. Lemon itself is not sweet, but if it's unripe, it's worse. Uh, but contrast that with a honeycomb. A honeycomb is sweet. it's something you should love. Uh, and a bitter thing is should be something you should hate. But the passage here says that to the soul that is satisfied, the honeycomb is hated. It should love the honeycomb, but it doesn't love it. honeycomb is hated. And to the soul that is hungry, the thing that is bitter becomes sweet to it. It's like being offered to choose between a sweet, a sweet uh, ripe pineapple and an unripe pineapple. And our natural instinct will be to go for the sweet pineapple and not the unripe bitter pineapple. But the passage says uh, the opposite happens based on whether you are a satisfied soul or a hungry person. So I will just summarize uh, the, the proverb with two sentences. One is a self-satisfaction Makes us see what is easy as hard. When a person is satisfied or self-satisfied, they hate the sweet thing. They hate the easy thing. They hate things that are good for them because of self-satisfaction. But when a person is hungry, they see what is hard as easy. They eat what is bitter and consider it sweet. So it it just means that the state of a person's appetite would make them determine what is sweet and what is bitter. What they will embrace and what they will reject. What they want to do and what they would not want to do. When a person is hungry for something, even when it is hard and it is difficult, they are able to do it almost as if it is very easy. In the book of Genesis chapter 29, uh, the story is told about Jacob when he's going to marry, and most of you are familiar with the story. He's told to work for seven years for his wife, and he thinks the wife is Rachel, and he works for seven years, and instead of Rachel, he gets Leah. And the father gives him a long-rounded story about uh, giving their older daughter in marriage first. So he says, well, if you still want Rachel, then work another seven years for Rachel. Now, you have to understand that Jacob is madly in love with Rachel. And look at how the Bible describes how Jacob worked. In Genesis 29, verse 18 to 20, it says, now Jacob loved Rachel... So he said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. Now verse 20, very interesting. Jacob served seven years for Rachel and they seemed only a few days to him because of the love he had for her. Seven years seemed like a a few days. Now if you saw Jacob and you said, this guy is suffering. This guy is going through difficulty. It is hard. Oh, what kind of mistreatment is that? Look at what his father-in-law has done. But Jacob was sinking his way through seven years. It was easy for him, not because the work was easy, but because of the hunger of his soul. He wanted that girl real and he served seven years and never complained. So what does that tell you? That, that when you love something and you're doing it with passion, you don't complain about it. Because you have a hunger for it, you have a desire for it, you have intensity for it. And you do it as if it's nothing. But when you are doing something that you don't like and you, you, you feel bad about, then even a few days become seven years. So really, what changes the way we approach our work is not the work itself. It's how we feel about the work. And that gives us an idea of what we can do to become excellent people. To become excellent people, we're definitely going to be working. But what will influence our work... Is whether we are satisfied souls. Or whether we are hungry souls. Philippians chapter 3. Verse 12 to 14. The apostle Paul. Is literally. Giving us his philosophy of life. Paul. Who was not there when Jesus. Was ministering. Paul who is a late comer. Overtakes the rest of the apostles. Plants more churches than all of them. Teaches more doctrine than all of them. He writes two-thirds of the New Testament. Almost all the epistles in the New Testament. The doctrine of the New Testament is taught by Paul. How come a man who is a late comer... Manages to become such an influential leader. Why was he not intimidated by the people he came to meet? Peter, James, John, Bartholomew. All these guys with very fanciful names. How come he's able to bypass all of them and become such a great influence? And Paul is telling us his philosophy. His life philosophy. How he saw life. How he viewed life. In Philippians chapter 3 verse 12. To 14. And this is what Paul says Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Twice in this passage, the Apostle Paul uses the word press. Everybody say press. In verse 12, he says, I press on. In verse 14, he says, I press toward. Everybody say press. It's a very interesting word. It is out of the word press that we get our word pressure. Pressure is pressing. In both instances, in the lemma of the Greek, the word used is deoko. Deoko. And it means to press, to pursue, and interestingly, to persecute. To press, to pursue to persecute so when Paul says I press on he's saying almost I persecute myself the word used there means to suffer hardship under intense pressure so when Paul says I press on he's not talking about something easy that he does He's literally saying, I suffer hardship under intense pressure in order to move forward. I suffer hardship under intense pressure in order to move forward. Paul's life was driven by pressure. In other words, Paul is saying, I persecute myself. In order to move on. Pressure is a very powerful force. Without it there is no movement. And those who hate pressure. Make very little movement in life. Because pressure moves us out of inertia. I wasn't a particularly... Good science student. I didn't like science.